Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Political Puzzler podcast. Today, I'm going to tell you everything that happened this week, and there's a lot, so please, please enjoy. You're listening to the Political Puzzler. We're going to start off with the the weekly roundup on Friday. Uh, President Trump tested positive for the coronavirus, and so it was like Friday, 1 a.m. The stocks just dropped. Almost every single stock just took a beating. Monday, uh, there was rumors that Trump was was going to leave the hospital, which he did around 6.30. The stocks did really well that day. Then Tuesday, or I, I think it was Tuesday, it could have been Monday, uh, Trump sent a tweet that said he was going to stop negotiations with Nancy Pelosi. The stocks then tanked. Nancy Pelosi and Donald Trump, it seems, have worked out a deal for a stimulus package at less than $2 trillion, but over $1.5, which is good. And so from Wednesday to Friday, these stocks, on average, did really well. The debate was was on Wednesday. It was a super interesting debate. My key takeaway was no one answered questions. Camilla, Kamala Harris and, and Mike Pence, they did not answer the questions. They basically gave their own answers to what they've been preparing. I think that hurt the American people. For example, Mike Pence was asked about the peaceful transfer of power. He was also asked about uh, abortion. He didn't really give a clear answer about the question that was asked by Susan Page, the moderator. Kamala Kamala Harris also did this. For example, when she was asked about the court packing, she didn't answer. She told a story that was later revealed to be false about Honest Abe Lincoln. Uh, When I watched the debate, I thought that Kamala brought up a really good point, and and then I did more research on my own. It was about 27 days before the election. The reason the great and honest Abe uh, did not appoint anyone is because the Senate was out of session. They were already back in their districts across across the country, and so he didn't want to appoint anyone when no senator was in session, so he waited until they returned back. Uh, Nancy Pelosi is now uh, talking about the 25th Amendment against Donald Trump. Uh, I never thought this would happen. I actually watched a, a TV show called Designated Survivor, and they actually invoke the 25th Amendment. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. I don't think that'll ever happen, but that's just insane. And now there's a chance that it could happen. The 2020 election's moving along. Biden has been traveling so much more than he's ever been. Every day going to to Arizona, Michigan, all these places. And Trump is, is probably pretty angry that he can't. Uh, his doctors have cleared him to travel as early as Saturday, which is today, which is today, and 
I want to talk about the polls first, and then we'll talk more about the Trump situation. Like, is, is this going to hurt or help him? I'm looking at a 538 forecast based on the polls and, and a ton of other things. So in June 1st, it's 70 to 30. And then it goes down throughout June to about ending. It ends at around 76 to 24. Then we're going to fast forward to August 31st. And it's around 67. Biden has a 67% chance. And Trump has a 32% chance. Now, it's Trump has a 14% chance. And Biden has an 85% chance. Uh, wow. Wow. I'm looking at the 2016 prediction of Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton. It's very different. Uh, you kind of see that the conventions bring them together where it's 52% Hillary to 47% Trump. Then at around August 17th, it's about 88% Clinton and 11% Trump. Then you fast forward all the way to the first debate and it's 60% Clinton, 38% Trump. I kept on looking and the debates just add to Clinton's until the third debate. Clinton is at 87% and Trump's at 12. Is Trump hasn't even been uh, 87% yet. He's only at 85. So my question is, has the 538 Politics podcast, uh, has it adjusted its its prediction you know they predicted that Hillary was going to win they said that it was an 11% chance that Trump would win Michigan that it was a 3% oh wait it was a 3% chance for Trump to flip Minnesota which let's remember Minnesota was lost by about 50,000 votes to Trump and, and now he's, he's trying to, to flip it. I think it, if the election were held today, I think Joe Biden would win. Uh, there's, there's my talk, Russell. Russell's over there. I think that Trump needs to campaign more and I understand that he's the coronavirus. So I think you should wait until he tests negative and it's approved by doctors, CDC officials, and there's mandatory mask wears. New Jersey, uh, so I'm looking at Trump's Twitter. Is he having, is he having any, uh, any events scheduled? I think the media is really going to criticize him because if he's testing positive for COVID, uh, he should only have events if everyone's wearing a mask, if they have a glass wall around Trump. So when Trump speaks, the air particles don't go towards the people. Definitely has to be outside and socially distanced. 
Looks like Trump is expected on Monday 12th to make an appearance in Sanford, Florida. He's expected also to have a White House event tonight. I'm not sure if it's going to get canceled. I'm, I'm really interested in that, but it's it's definitely uh, an interesting situation to watch. Uh, hmm, it'll be really interesting. It'll be it'll be incredibly interesting to see what happens. I think Biden's best plan is continue to rally and take the high road, unite uh, the two parties, make sure that everyone can work together. I think he needs to go to the third debate since the second one's already been canceled. He needs to go to the third debate and he needs to show that he's the candidate that can lead and unify the nation. And I think if he can do that, if he can show the American people, he has a good chance at winning. Donald J. Trump, uh, his best chance is to focus on the economy. Focus on before COVID. Also, packing the court, I think, would be a really good strategy for him because moderate Democrats do not want the, the court to be packed. There was a lot of information about fracking. Uh, I do just want to fact check that. Joe Biden uh, has said that he wants to eliminate fracking. He's later walked back on that, but at the Democrat debate and at a rally in 2019 and in 2020, he did say that he was going to ban fracking. Now Pennsylvania is a key state he has to win in order to win the election, and so he's now... uh, changed his response i thought it was interesting joe biden you know now he doesn't want to ban fracking i think he changed that position because he needed to but kamala harris when she was asked uh will you guys ban fracking she said joe biden will not ban fracking joe she kept on saying joe she wouldn't say herself because she's a very progressive democrat Uh, according to some people more progressive than than bernie sanders and so that leads to the point of Kamala Harris needs to to stay down. She needs to hide her political beliefs, which she's doing an excellent job of. You know, I think that's a really good, really good political strategy. Mike Pence is incredibly far right. Uh, so they're kind of anti-opposites. And it was really interesting to see both of those two candidates lean to the middle. You know, Mike Pence, uh, he he said he was pro-life in the thing, but he didn't answer answer on a legal level, uh, which I think concerned a lot of Americans. So a lot of interesting situations going going on. Uh, I updated my projections, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to go over them today. So in, in my opinion, uh, I believe Washington, Oregon, Nevada, and Colorado as well as New Mexico, will all go to Joe Biden. I think they're going blue. Montana, Idaho, Utah, Arizona, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, South Dakota, Wyoming, North Dakota, and Iowa are all going to go red. 
the the key battleground state that I just mentioned was was Arizona, and Joe Biden's been there a lot. Trump's been there uh, a good amount of time, and I think Arizona is probably one of the most battleground states because this is something that both candidates need to win. Joe Biden doesn't have to. He could he could go with the Midwest. But I think Trump needs to win Arizona if he's there's chances he's going to lose in the Midwest. And so looking at polling, according to according to some polls, Trump's up four percent, Biden's up six percent, Biden's up three percent, Biden's up two percent. I'm going to look at the margin of of airing for polling, and I'm going to say that Trump is going to win because he's winning among Latinos. He's winning among Latinos. That's why he's winning Arizona. And 2024, I think it'll probably go Democrat just because of how it's rapidly changing. And Texas, uh, I think there's a lot of people talking about Texas flipping. I, I just don't see it. Uh, I think it's going to stay like that. Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia are all going red in my opinion. All going red in my opinion. Uh, Iowa is a battleground state apparently. <laughs> Listen, if if the polls traditionally go towards Democrats, we have to realize that we have to predict a, a margin of error. And that's why I think Iowa's going to go uh, red. Now, Hillary Clinton won by 55,000 votes in Minnesota, so I think it's it's extremely close. And I understand Trump's been there like an abundance of times, but I've been looking at the polls and I've been doing a lot of research, and I do not see Trump winning Minnesota. I see Biden winning Minnesota, just because like Minnesota is so different. According to Survey USA, Biden was up seven points. According to Survey Monkey, uh, Biden was up 12 points, and another one, 13 points, and it's been as as high as 16 points. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh, with Biden definitely. I don't see how you can you can flip Minnesota. I think it'll be close, but I just don't see him flipping. Illinois blue, uh, North Carolina. North Carolina is an incredibly uh, close race, and there was a recent allegation uh, with one of the, I believe, the Senate candidate, not the incumbent, but the person who was challenging the incumbent. He he's Democrat. That's all I know. They're saying uh, that in some cases, according to Ipsos, it was even 47-47, and another one plus three, and another one plus two, and another one plus three for Trump. Uh, When I say plus three, by the way, I'm usually talking about Joe Biden because he 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 usually wins in the polls. So if I if I don't clarify who it is, it's nine times out of ten. Joe Biden. Uh, so I'm going to give this to, to North Carolina. A slight red. 
I think Maine will go completely Democrat. I don't know how people like don't understand it, but I 100% think that Maine is going to flip. Ohio, Republican. Ohio is a manufacturing state. It's one that Trump won, and he's doing still pretty well in the polls. So, next, Florida. Uh, I'm gonna give Florida to Trump, and you know that's his second home. Apparently, he's voting there now. So I just think that this is a really, really good chance of. Donald Trump to win Florida. Let's look at the polls in Florida. Uh, I'm assuming Biden's up, obviously, but if it's under five points on average, it's a swing state. It's 100% a swing state. Let's look at Florida. Florida's up 4.4. Uh, it's been as close as four as 1.8. It's now the margin is widening. In the most recent poll, Biden was up five. Uh, in another one, according to Insider Advantage, Trump was up by three. It was even in another one. So yeah, this one, I think, honestly, this one's going to go more Republican than we think. Uh, Wisconsin, I think that one's going to go red, and here's why. When you look at the polls in Wisconsin, uh, it is a very, very close race. He won it in 2016, uh, I'm saying Trump, and I think he's going to win again. Uh, in the most recent poll, it said Biden was up by 10 points. Um, that doesn't make sense, though, because Biden only had 51 and Trump had 41, which means there's another eight points and Jorgensen only had one percent so there's seven points unaccounted for uh and another one Biden's up five up five uh and another one Trump was up one up one I just think if he continues to campaign as much as he did I think he has a very very good chance of of winning now Michigan uh 100 percent Biden I live in Michigan, and while I do see a lot of Trump flags where I am from, we look at the polls, and Michigan is a clear Biden runner, and here's why. Yes, uh, Biden is up 8.2 points, 8.2 points. In the most recent poll, Biden was up 8%, and in another one, according to Emerson College, which is a, a pretty good poll, um... He was up 11%. Uh, 11%. So that's a really, really good good job on Biden. Man, he is creating a huge margin. So I think Michigan will be going Democrat. Uh, unlike 2016. You know, I've been doing research. Why did Michigan flip to Trump? Uh, it's, a, it's a really interesting thing. Another thing. Uh, thing I've been looking at is John James. I think John James will go Republican. I think John James is going to win the Senate, but I don't think Trump will win Michigan. I think that John James is a more, he's not an aggravating candidate. He is not as controversial as, as President Trump is. 
I'm going to say that in the nicest way possible. So by doing this, we can look and we can see it is right now 269 to, to 269. And this is my prediction. I think it's going to be this. Uh, uh, wow. It's a likely scenario because that's assuming Biden wins Pennsylvania. Of course, uh, I don't think Biden could lose Pennsylvania. I think that's kind of unlikely. What happens if there's a 269? If there's a 269 versus a 269, what happens is something incredibly interesting. Congress decides if it's a 269 you know I did some research and originally uh, I thought that um, Congress would vote like the 435 but then I saw somewhere in which it said only each state would have one so I thought that was pretty interesting. There's 64 tie combinations of these battleground states that could happen. So it's a pretty, pretty interesting situation. Uh, so if it's a 269 to 269, this is what'll happen. Uh, uh, note that this discussion is most certain. Okay, it's kind of boring. Kind of boring. In this partisan era, it is a responsible assumption, at least to start, that the vast majority of members would vote along party lines. That in mind, let's look at who has the majority in each state. Oh, so there's 50 states. And each state would have their legislature, their, their state of Congress, vote for someone. So Michigan would have their state legislature, which is controlled by Republicans. And Illinois would have their legislature, which is controlled by Democrats. And it is expected that it would be about 32 to 17 because uh, most Republicans control state legislatures. It's the cities that the Democrats control. This is a very, very likely scenario. Uh, I actually think it, it could happen. I'm serious. I'm right now looking at uh, House election party composition by state, like how it could happen. And let's say Washington votes Biden, Oregon votes Biden, California, Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, and Colorado all vote Biden. Let's say Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, New Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas. They all vote Trump. Uh, Minnesota would vote Biden. Pennsylvania would vote, vote Biden. Virginia and Illinois would, would vote Biden. New York, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Delaware, and Maryland, as well as New Jersey, would all 
all vote uh, Biden. Then Michigan, why is it purple? I'm looking at the 270twin.com, which I would highly, highly recommend. And it's it's super interesting, ladies and gentlemen. I would highly recommend you guys to go to this because then you can create your own prediction of who's going to win. You can create your own prediction of, of who's going to win. And then let's say Michigan just doesn't vote, but still Trump has 26 versus 20. And that means I believe President Trump, assuming wins Wisconsin and Arizona, those are the two hardest states he'll probably have to win. I think North Carolina and... Oh my gosh, the background noise is infuriating. I think uh, I think he actually has a chance. Biden needs to win Wisconsin. He also needs to hold on to Pennsylvania, Minnesota, Michigan. I don't think he needs Arizona. He needs to work on the Midwest. That's all he needs to do, and he could win. If he wins Wisconsin, he wins it all. Because assuming he wins Pennsylvania, Michigan, Minnesota, he has a really good chance of winning. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this uh, awesome podcast. And wow, 26 minutes of me rambling. That'll be, that'll be fun to edit. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and have an amazing day. Adios.